Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I have to say. He's still a top five quarterback in this league, in this league and there's nothing really anyone can do about it. Everyone's looking for the young guy. They're looking for McVay. I think take a shot out, Todd Bowles, get him a second shot at head coach, and see if he can do it. I, I don't think they will. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I'm saying it right now, if Anthony Davis is out for the playoffs, they don't make it out of the first round. It's crazy. And our kids will know how great Tom Brady is because he's going to be playing. Uh... Yes, it is 15.0%. Uh, I, I swear we didn't script that. I, all I could think of was Dame. 6-0. There could not be a better game. Speaking of young guys, how about the goalie, Ottinger? He was a six-round pick. This is a fairy tale story that's being written in front of our eyes. That's what the Yankees brought Garrett Cole to do. They didn't struggle against the Padres. The Padres didn't really put up a fight in most of the games. Uh, Jerry Jones, hope you're listening because this is why you shouldn't have given Zeke this contract. Just thought I'd put, point that out. I feel like Luca will take that next step. And if he can get a three ball consistently around 35%, I feel like they could become a contender. While with the Padres and Marlins, I think it's coming in the near future. They're my pick to win the most uh, rings in the 2020s. I was shocked by Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Montreal has one of the best goalies in the league with Carey Price. People like to call him their JV team, and they just stole one of their better players. Hi, I'm Landon Bow, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our 50th episode Thank you for listening to our 50 episodes. If you're brand new, make sure to check out our previous ones. Make sure to check out our last one where we did our first round mock draft and Austin and I decided after the episode to make a little competition out of it. And it was close. I would, it was sort of close. Austin won 11 to seven going four for four. Make sure to check out last episode to see what picks. And then we will explain the point system in our next episode when we go over the entire first round and now today we will be doing our nhl division power rankings because it doesn't make sense to do a full power rankings because the only teams these guys play are in their division so we do a division power rankings for this division we will start with the north division and we have the toronto maple leafs and the toronto maple leafs have just a fantastic offense you got austin matthews he's just incredible what are your thoughts right now austin yeah, um, you can talk about Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, and how all these uh, old players like Joe Thor- Thornton and Jason Spezza has, add- has added to this team, or you can talk about how the defense has improved this year. But I think the real conversation has to go to Jack Campbell. Um, they were struggling at, at goaltender uh, with anybody they really tried, and then Jack Campbell came along, and that's what's helped him keep this first spot, and I definitely feel like they're the team to beat in the North. Yeah, uh, it's a tough matchup for whoever they face in the playoffs when they get started but number two we have the Edmonton Oilers Edmonton made a I believe they made a few trades and while Connor McDavid and Leon Dressetil get most of the love it has been a breakthrough season for defenseman Darnell Nurse the 26 year old could be a Norris Trophy candidate Um, that's what some people are thinking what are your thoughts yeah so the defense has definitely improved and allowed for them to be second in this division but another thing has to go to the goaltender. Uh, Mike Smith, uh, after having a terrible series against the Chicago uh, Blackhawks, and they eventually went to Koskinen at, in net the majority of that series after game one where Mike Smith blew up uh, in a bad way. 
Uh, Mike Smith this season has been outstanding, having one of the best years since he was a Coyote uh, a long while ago when they made their playoff run in 2010. But uh, he's going to be uh, need to play like he has a uh, majority of the season if uh, they want to make it far. And I definitely feel like the Oilers, with the added uh, benefits of having better defenders or at least having better, uh, more improved uh, defensive defensemen, they always had some defensemen that could do offensive things, but they need more defense. And McDavid and Dreisaitl, uh can help with the scoring uh, to go along with Mike Smith's uh, great goaltending. That's very true. At number three, we have the Montreal Canadiens. One guy they signed in the third day of free agency is Tyler Toffoli, and he is the leader for the uh, Canadiens in goals by a decent margin, and he signed through 2023 to 2024. So that's a great thing to see at, for the 28-year-old. 28-year-old, What are your thoughts? Yeah, so Tyler Toffoli is someone who uh, left the Canucks last year after having a long stint uh, with the Kings. Um, Toffoli almost signed back with the Canucks, but the Canucks didn't show equal interest, so he left the Canadians and really made the Canucks pay. Um, he scored the majority of his goals this year compared to other teams against the Canucks, and uh, he's really been a catalyst for this team. Josh Anderson's also played well. Corey Perry, who went to the finals last year with the uh, with the Stars, uh, has been a nice addition. And uh, I feel like the uh, addition of Eric Stahl during the trade deadline was a great move. Um, and uh, Carey Price is starting to play better than he has at the beginning of the season, and that's why we have him above the Jets, who are the only other team that I can see making the playoffs this year in the North. You mentioned Corey Perry, and I believe the Canadians will make it to the playoffs. Corey Perry's a great guy. He's just a gritty guy, and he's been to the playoffs a couple times. You mentioned his recent success with the Stars. I believe Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians and to just help give some insights on what he did last year. Uh, we move to number four, where we have the Winnipeg Jets. What are your thoughts on them? Yeah, so the Jets have kind of fallen off after probably being the second team in the North Division during the majority of their year. Uh, but now they've kind of fallen off. They need uh, more defensive help. They've always needed that since Dustin Bufflin's been out. And Connor Hellybook isn't playing as well as he did last year where he won the Vesna. Um, but he's definitely not having a bad season. Um, they're going to need to get it back in order. And uh, Shifley and his crew are going to have to uh, maybe fed off the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round of the playoffs if this does, uh, if they do fall below the Canadians, who currently they are above, but according to our power rankings, they may fall below. And so if they have to face the, uh, the Maple Leafs in the first round, that may be a high-scoring duel, which it seems like all teams in Canada right now could score except for Ottawa. Yeah, uh, just to mention about the defensive, they try, they recognize their help for defense as they got Jordy Ben, and we've talked about how his presence could help the Jets um, in our trade and out, in our big trade down episode. Make sure to check that out. Now the team that just misses the playoffs is the Calgary Flames. And the Calgary Flames, we have them just missing as um, it's really tough, especially with the Jets, but maybe they could sneak in. Uh, they do have um, Chris Tenev, who signed with them this past offseason, and he's been a revelation for the Calgary. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he's definitely played well, and Giro Giorno hasn't played as well as he did when he won the Norris back in 2018 or 2019. Uh, but uh, Jacob Markstrom's also played well as a goaltender this year. Calgary needed uh, a 
better goaltender if they wanted to make a run, and they have acquired that. But um, their team's just been uh, back and forth all year, and they've really struggled to get any consistent success. Uh, and I really don't see them uh, making the playoffs. They would need the Canadians or the Jets to have just a terrible end of the year with their last seven or eight games and uh, for them to have any chance of moving up. But uh, they definitely have a, a, a possibility for a bright future uh, with Johnny Hockey and the rest of that uh, potent offset offense when they are hot, John Monahan and everybody. But uh, I just don't see them moving ahead of the Jets or Canadians because of how far they've fall, uh, fell behind them. The next team we have under the Flames is the Canucks. As we mentioned, the Canucks traded Jordy Ben. And the Canucks have um, – this is their fourth consecutive season with a really impressive rookie. Um, what are your thoughts on the Canucks right now? Yeah, so the Canucks, uh, they're a really interesting team to watch because they are either good or absolutely terrible. And there's some games where you don't realize – or you don't – yeah, you don't realize they're NHL players. They don't look like they want to be there. They don't look like they have the uh, they, the grit and grind of a team that needs to uh, do better. Uh, it, it's important for them to realize that uh, they are a young team, and so their future should be bright uh, with Bezer, Pedersen, and everybody else on that team. I mean, uh, Hughes, everybody. Um, Demko as a goaltender is really improving. Uh, so uh, their future could be bright as long as they get everything together. But this year has just not been their year. They've had two COVID stops this year. Uh, and one of them lasted for two or three weeks. And that really hindered their ability to get any consistent uh, team uh, success. Um, and they, I mean, they still have a, a number of games left. And so they could definitely make a run. I think they have a better chance than the Flames if the, they get absolutely uh, red hot. They do have a potential uh, to make the playoffs. However, it would have to be a run of the century. Um, I think they have 16 or 18 games left, somewhere around there. So uh, they would have to go insane during the last stretch. I think it's 14, actually. Uh, but they would have to go insane over the last stretch of the games and um, for them to have any chance of making the playoffs over the Canadians or Jets. I like uh, definitely run of a century. And then a team who is definitely even a run of a century, I don't think could really help them. And that is the team we have at the bottom is at the Ottawa centers, a team that is definitely preparing for the future. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So Ottawa is not technically uh, eliminated so far um, because uh, they have eight games left and they're only 11 points behind. And we all know that a win is two uh, points. So they're, they need 16 points and that would only allow the uh, Canadians to, <laughs> to win only, uh, what was that? Two games or whatever. Uh, they, they, they couldn't go above uh, five points for them to have a chance of making it. So Ottawa is not technically out of the playoffs. However, uh, their season's uh, definitely going to end after the 58-game schedule. I don't see them moving on. Um, they need to address their goaltending issue, and whether this is just a bad year for Matt Murray or uh, the fit's just not right, or if he just needs, uh, uh, this is just a, a year of turmoil with uh, COVID and everything. He just hasn't got his normal preparation in. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, he's definitely not helped them, but they do have a, a number of great rookies. Uh, Kachuk has played much uh, better this, uh, not much better, but he's played better this season than he has his entire career. It seems like he improves every season. And so I definitely think Cam Goodbranson, uh, uh, Zub, and all these players that are young are really going to improve. And I really, I'm excited to see Tim Stutzel next year as he continues his uh, uh, improvements. You mentioned uh, Matt Murray having a difficult um, time with the Senators. This was a trade that the Senators really hoping would work out as Matt Murray has 
won the cup two times and they gave up a second round pick for him and prospect. Um, Jonathan Gruden was the prospect. So that's the thing to watch. They're giving up a prospect and a pick a team definitely looking for a rebuild and it's not really working out as I believe he is a restricted uh, free agent this off season. Uh, he's a restricted free agent October 9th. So they may some face some trouble with that, but I think we can move on to uh, the Western division where it's so stacked. Um, but number one, we got the Vegas golden Knights who are just playing really well. And um, a Yanmark, I saw him make a couple of plays as they faced the avalanche. What are your thoughts right now on the Vegas golden Knights? Oh, so the Vegas golden Knights are a team that's really uh, proven that they are the best team in the West. Uh, I believe that going into the season and they've really proved it right. Um, but the West is a division that's just like uh, the Central, very three-team heavy with one team that may make the playoffs, may not in a very close race. Um, even though the Blues have played much less games than the uh, the Coyotes, but uh, these three teams at the top are really contending for that one seed and really contending to make it out of the Western Division. I only think three teams can. I really don't think the Blues or Arizona or whoever gets that last seed has much of a chance to beat. Uh, Vegas and then either Colorado or Minnesota in the next round. Um, but Vegas, uh, to go on them, they've had a tremendous year for Marco Andre Fleury, a real bounce back year, a potential uh, best year of his career. He's definitely up there for a Vesna uh, candidacy. And uh, the trade for, uh, what's his name, uh, Pachangelo uh, from the Blues has been uh, outstanding this year. And Mark Stone's probably had the best year of his career after having an outstanding stint in. Ottawa, he was traded, uh, I think, in 2019, and he's been amazing for them. Uh, and so uh, I'm really impressed by Max Pacioretty and Riley Smith, and all these guys are really turning it up. And I, I fully expect them to be the team to beat in the Western Division. And it was in 2019. If you wanted to do the date, it'd be February 25th. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. that Kevin, I can't go that in depth, but I, 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 I'll give you the year, but... I can't Boy, you're date. correct on the year. I think you can strive for maybe let's let's try for the month next time we think about it. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. There, as Austin tries to climb limits um, that no um, analyst has reached before, I will just try to work on the year. So we'll see how that. But we can talk about number two. We have the Colorado Avalanche, as you mentioned, great, and they've made a few key moves just to get some. Previous guys, Soderberg being one of them to come back. And they faced it. It's, I would be sh shocked if um, the finale of the West, because I think they have to play each other before they go on again. I'm not sure how that works, but I'd be shocked if it's not Vegas versus Colorado um, in like the second round of the division in the playoffs. Um, if that's how it's going to work out. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's definitely how it's going to work. It's going to be the one versus the four, and then the two versus the three, and the winner of those two will play the one or the four, and then the two will play uh, the winner of the two three will play the one four, uh, and then they would go on to play another division. I think the West will play the uh, the Central, I believe. I think, and then North will play the East, I believe. I don't really know how that works right now. They haven't fully. Oh, I haven't fully gained. Uh, understanding of how the entire playoff works. I just know that they're going to play all the teams in their division until there's one team left. Um, but yeah, Colorado is definitely the second best team in this division, even though Minnesota is very close. Um, I definitely uh, consider uh, the Wild a contender. 
But Colorado, Gabriel Landeskog has played outstanding this year. Um, I've really been impressed by his improvement, and uh, it's really added to the, the combination of him and uh, Nathan McKinnon. Um, to be honest, uh, they're another team that's faced a lot of uh, potential uh, uh, stoppages of play because of COVID. Kale McCarr is a uh, Norris candidate and has played well in his young career after uh, his UMass uh, tenure. And uh, I'm really impressed. Uh, Rantanen is another player that's playing very well this year. Uh, leads the team in goals with 27. And so I think this is definitely, like I said, one of those three teams that I think could win the West. And they're definitely uh, contending right there for the one seed with Vegas. Yeah, um, well said. Um, number three, we got the Minnesota Wild, who I can just think of the great uh, rookie that's been on a tears for goals and that has Kaprizov. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so Kirill Kaprizov has played amazing, and he's definitely my pick for the Calder. Uh, I'm sorry, Kevin, Jason Robertson. I just don't see it. Uh, I just think it's because of the record. He leads the team in points. He's one of the best teams in, a, in one of the best divisions. Um, they they have m- much more points than the Stars, and I, I, I just feel like his contra- uh, contributions have just been much more impactful than Jason Robertson's has, even though Jason Robertson's had an amazing year. Uh, Kaprizov leads the team in goals and points. Um and uh, Jordan Greenway has played outstanding this year. Many people forget that he's on the team. Sometimes I, that's really a travesty because of how well he's played this year. Um, a big dude that normally you don't expect to get as many points from a winger who looks like just a presence out there to be an enforcer or a grinder. But he's really uh, improved this year, and I'm really excited to see how he plays during the playoffs, especially if they do play uh, Colorado in the first round, which is really looking like what it's going to be. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a long shot for Robertson to win. Uh, but uh, I agree, Kaprizov is probably going to win it. Um, so I think we can move on to the St. Louis Blues. The St. Louis Blues played really well. They made an incredible comeback um, against the Minnesota Wild. And um, I, I think they're definitely going to win this four spot, but it's definitely a tough matchup, as you mentioned before, that they face Vegas. Yeah, so I don't see that they can make it out of the uh, first round against Vegas or Colorado or the Wild, whoever get that first seed, but it definitely looks like it's going to be Vegas. Another thing to add for Minnesota that's been different uh, from the Blues is their goaltending. The, I think the real difference is the Wild has uh, gone for goaltending and the Blues have really lost all that. Um, they had a great stint from Bennington during the playoffs of 2019 that won them a cup, but he hasn't really been the same ever since. And uh, I think that's a real difference. And I, I especially how uh, Flurry's playing for Vegas. Uh, if the Blues aren't absolutely red hot, they have they I, I don't they could potentially be swept or won in, uh, lost five games. Um, but I definitely think they're better than the Coyotes or the Sharks or the Kings or any other team in this division. The Ducks are the only other team, but. Uh, any other team that's below them, I just don't see how they could uh, pass this team because uh, they the Blues have played less games and have more points. And so the, the Blues would have to have another terrible end to the season uh, for them to have a chance of dropping out of this playoff spot. And now we have, um, after the St. Louis Blues, we have Arizona. Arizona is a team that um, it's this season has been a showcase for Jacob Chitron. Uh, finally, how healthy after a series of tough injuries uh 2021 20, year old is shouldering a number one defenseman minutes while leading all the blue liners in the league with 14 goals that's a good thing to see what are your thoughts on the coyotes right now 
Yeah, so the Coyotes, Chikernatri, uh, that's his name. Uh, Chikernatri has 16 goals this year now. Uh, he scored, I think, twice last night against uh, Vegas. But he he's an amazing defender and definitely should be in a Norris conversation. Uh, but he uh, he's really impressed me. He has 36 points this year. He's second on the team behind Phil Kessel with 38. And, uh, I mean, it's just impressive to see Chikrin after, like you said, all these injuries really uh, come into his own. Uh, Darcy Kemper's also had a, a good season. Uh, not great. And Ranta's also played well. They've really uh, had, uh, with him and Aiden Hill and Ranta and Kemper, like I was saying, well, that's a pretty good three-person uh, goalie tandem. Uh, that really has uh, propelled them into the uh, contention for a playoff spot. And while I don't see how they can get it, um, I definitely believe that they uh, have a bright future as long as they can keep uh, Chukran healthy, and, um, continue to improve this offense, which really has been stagnant for years now, and make sure that uh, their goaltending can at least stay competent. Yeah, uh, very uh, great points. I think we can move on to San Jose, who's definitely looking forward to the future. So we am below the Coyotes. What are your thoughts right now? Yeah, so their uh, their goalie situation has been uh, questionable. They traded Devin Dubnik after having a very uninspiring uh, tenure with him. Um, I've really been impressed by uh, Patrick Marlowe. I mean, uh, he uh, got the most uh, games played in NHL history, and he's he seems fast for a player who's – 43, and I don't think speed's going to be the reason why he leaves if he does leave after this season. Um, but they had a hot stretch in there where Couture and Evander Kane were really going off and propelling this team, along with Brent Burns and Carlson, uh, to almost a playoff spot. But they've really fallen down after that, and I don't see them making a playoff uh, push. Um, they definitely could, and they're ne- definitely not out of it, the playoffs right now, but they would need a miracle run for them to have any chance. And below them, we have the LA Kings. Uh, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, so the Kings have uh, had a great start to the year, but I mean, it was uh, they they just had a tough run. Uh, Kopitar had an amazing uh, stretch at the beginning of the season, uh, but the uh, the effect of just age and uh, how this team uh, was going at the beginning of the year just could not stay. Dustin Brown's had a good season, but they traded Jeff Carter, one of the catalysts for all their playoff runs. And uh, this really uh, seems like a rebuilding team for the next couple of seasons. Yeah, but they do have some nice pieces. Um, and one of those is the 26-year-old goaltender, Cal Peterson. Peterson has started more games than the other goalie, Jonathan Quick, and has a significantly better percentage with .917 to .893. But I think we can move on to the last team in the division, I believe, and that's the Anaheim Ducks, who, if we're unsure about the LA Kings, even though rebuilding, the Anaheim Ducks are definitely rebuilding. What are your thoughts? Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that they're rebuilding. And I'm sad to see Ryan Miller say that he's going to retire at the end of the season. He should definitely start the last game of the season. Uh, John Gibson's played amazing uh, as normal. And while his stats may be not be the best, um, he definitely uh, impacts the game more than I think people realize. Um, it's just hard to play consistently great when you don't have a supporting cast around you that can really help uh, it, uh, help you out, especially when you're a goaltender. You can't control how much your team scores and everything. Um, the Ducks have a bright future with Zgrass and Drysdale, but uh, they're definitely a rebuilding team that uh, is probably a two years at least away from making another playoff push. 
And now we head to the Central Division at number one. We got Carolina, and Carolina is just doing playing really well right now. Um, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, so Carolina, they've been a team all year that's really been inspiring. Jordan Stahl's having a year that uh, nobody really expects, probably the best year of his career, and he's pretty old now. Uh, I, I definitely think they're the best team in this division. And uh, while Tampa even won a, a Stanley Cup last year, um, the Kings are the team to beat in the Central. Yeah, I agree with that. Tampa, um, they are playing really well. It's just it's not the same to what they had last year and when they won the Cup. But at number two, we have Tampa Bay. Um, Vasilevsky is just playing well. He, of course, plays incredibly well versus the Stars. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so uh, Vasilevsky's played amazing. He's always in contention for a, a Vezina Trophy whenever they uh, hand those out. But I, I definitely anticipate for him to uh, and the the, major, uh, the majority of this team to uh, continue their success into the playoffs. They now have experience winning a cup and will definitely be a hard team to beat when it comes to the playoffs. Um, injuries have not helped them this year, and uh, uh, they are going to need some help from their uh, their fourth and third line if they want to continue their success. But, I mean, they have a great team around them, and that's why they won a cup this, uh, last year and uh, are definitely contenders this season. Yeah, and now under – after the Tampa Bay Lightning, we have the Panthers, and the Panthers did lose Ekblad, but they got Sam Bennett, who I think has been playing well for them right now. Last time I watched him play, what are your thoughts right now on the Panthers? Yeah, Sam Bennett's really been amazing for them this season. Um, I've really been impressed by how much he's improved while being on a new team. Uh, I definitely think that the uh, that the majority of this team. Uh, does not have experience. And while I do think that may hurt them in the future, um, it won't be the worst thing in the world, especially as they have uh, players like Patrick Hornquist and Sam Bennett, who've been in the playoffs many times. Um, Huberdeau and Barkoff have always been amazing these past couple of years. And I definitely expect them to be the catalyst for this team as they try to make a run. Um, but they really have, they're another team just like the West, like I mentioned, that are very uh, top-heavy three teams that are really contending for the one seed and for the entire division, and uh, I think this rounds up those teams. Yeah, and then we got that team fighting for the fourth. Um, we have Dallas winning it. Dallas has just been on a terror. I believe we can attribute that to Jason Robertson. Also, Jake Ottinger, who's really stepped in to fill um, the backup goalies. Uh, it's tough to see if he's the starter or Hudobin is the starter, but a great thing for the Stars to see and then hopefully Sagan can get back on the ice but um, I think just seeing the young guys hints um, of course Miro and then Jason Robertson um, and then you have Gurionov but and then Jamie Benn has really trying to will this team into uh, the playoffs I'm curious to hear what you think about the stars right now yeah so the stars have really uh, played much better uh, it's sad that Radulov is out for the season uh, but the additions of Tyler Sagan should be a enough for this team to get the the uh, the fourth spot in this division. And while I don't think they're contenders for the Cup like they were last year, um, they're probably a year away from getting back to really that uh, contender status because of all the injuries they've had, and they don't even have Bishop back this year. Uh, so I do think this team is better than uh, the Predators or Blackhawks, who are really the only other teams that are contending for this last spot. But uh, I don't really see how they could beat uh, the Canes, Tampa, or Florida in the playoffs, especially if they stay injury-prone. Yeah, and it's tough to put. Like, you need really good goalies. Hadobin is 
struggling to get that form he had in the bubble. Um, and then that's tough to just put on the rookie goalie, uh, Ottinger. Now we move to the Nashville Predators, who we just have under the stars. One thing that has been nice for the Predators is Ailey Tolovenin has finally showed up for Nashville, and he is often the best offensive player during the second half resurgence. What are your thoughts on the Panthers? Yeah, so the uh, you mean the Predators, right? Yes, Predator. I'm so sorry. Uh, I mixed up my piece there once again. Yeah, it's, it's fine. But the Predators, yeah, Yorosaurus, uh, Yorosaurus has definitely played much better at the second half of the season. It's the only reason why they are currently in the fourth spot um, and will be the catalyst for if they do make that push to stay there. Um, I just think the Predators just don't have the offense at Dallas right now. The addition or the, uh, the uh, yeah, the addition this season of Jason Robertson has really been the, a major uh, factor of how the uh, uh, Stars have played this year, especially with their uh, – their increased scoring. Pavelski's also had a much better season than he had last year and really picked up the scoring compared to the Predators, where uh, they're more of a defensive team. And Roman Yossi's definitely not played as well as he did last year when he won the Norris. Yeah, and now we go to a team that does not – they're not uh, a cat like the Panthers or the Predators. We go to the Chicago Blackhawks, who I think they could have decided to make a push, but they're definitely pushing for the future. Maybe they can uh, be in the playoffs for next year. What are your thoughts on the Blackhawks right now? Yeah, so I still think the Blackhawks have a chance to make a final push, especially with Patty Kane and the rest of this roster. Uh, Dabrink gets played well this year, and Lincoln is definitely a contender for the uh, Calder, along with Jason Robertson and Kirill Kaprizov. I think those are the three best uh, rookie players this year. Um, but it was just impossible for Kane to keep it up. He was playing so well at the beginning of the season, and with his age and the fact that he is the best player by far on their team, it's really where they, he's going to be shut down intentionally uh, for making uh, plays. And they're going to need a good run at the end of this year. They're going to have to I probably win seven out of the last eight games for them to make it uh, interesting. Um, but they definitely have a chance, with, and I cannot say that uh, – they don't have a chance when they have Patty Kane on their team. Uh, very true. Patty Kane is just inc- incredible. Now we go to Detroit, who is hoping they can get a player. You can never get a player like Patty Kane, but get player or a few players that can have the type of impact um, to where they can uh, go make a playoff push, but that will be a few more years. What are your thoughts on the Red Wings right now? Yeah, so the Red Wings have definitely played better. They just won today against Tampa in the shootout. Uh, so they're definitely not the worst team in the league like they were last year. Um, they've made some improvements. It's sad to see that Dar- uh, Dylan Lockins out for the year, their captain. But uh, the addition of Rana during the, uh, the, the Manta trade has really improved. Um, they definitely won that trade, in my opinion, and at least uh, they got something out of uh, this season, even if it was a trade. Uh, they're definitely improving. improving. Uh, Iserman's made great moves in uh, free agency. And uh, the draft and and trade deadline, he's really hitting on all cylinders right now. I definitely see in one or two years the Red Wings could be uh, a special team. And the team that is the worst team right now is Columbus, who made a trade earlier in the season for with the Jets for Patrick Lane, and it is clearly not working out for him. What are your thoughts on the Blue Jackets right now? Yeah, so Line has not played well. Uh, well, we'll keep he's not played up to his standards. He's played well compared to other players, but he's just not been himself lately. And I don't know whether that's because of the coaching of Tortorella or him not feeling comfortable in his new setting. Um, but it's really not worked out a hundred percent to the, uh, 
Blue Jackets' liking. Um, this will be the first time they miss the playoffs in a couple of seasons now, and I think it's three or four seasons. And the uh, the effect that this has had on Tortorella and the organization as a whole has really affected how they uh, look to the future because uh, before uh, this season when they had already made the playoffs and uh, seemed like they may have a chance to beat Tampa in the playoffs and it didn't, uh, you could see that they had a bright uh, future because of their goalie tandem and the fact that they had great defensive players in Jack, uh, Zach Warinsky and Seth Jones. Uh, but Seth Jones has had a very off season, and I'll be surprised if uh, we don't see some big moves this off season. What What was your comment that you weren't sure of um, them not making the playoffs? Yeah, for the Did first they... time in three to four seasons. Yeah, yeah, it's four seasons. Just wanted yeah. to make sure. So you're correct on that once again. Now we head to probably the Western Division is competitive, but this one's the most competitive. I think like one through five is really competitive. Um, But at number one, we have the Washington Capitals who are definitely trying to get one more Stanley Cup. What are your thoughts on them right now? Yeah, they made a trade for Manta and that was a that was a win immediately trade. Uh, it's, I don't think they even cared that they lost a trade long term because they want to win a championship. And sometimes that's how you have to win a championship. So you lose a trade, but it in the short term gets you a ring. Um, I do think they're the best team in this division. Uh, they're tied with points and it played one less game than the Penguins. And uh, the Chara and Mantha and the rest of the defense has really uh, done well, along with Carlson, another defenseman. Um, their goaltending has played well, too. And uh, I definitely anticipate this team to be the team to beat. Uh, even though, like you said, this team and all the teams at the top are really competitive, and the fact that there is a team that with a 569 uh, point percentage and they're fifth compared to every other four seed is lower than that. Every other four seed is lower than the East five seed, which just proves that this is why the NHL should never do this again and should make it to where it's like it was last year. Uh, in every other season, well, not last year because of how uh, COVID works, but in normal seasons, the Rangers would definitely make it uh, without a question, and there wouldn't have to be this controversy of, well, why isn't one of the best teams in the league in uh, compared to the other teams? I don't, I, well, that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes, and so uh, I guess we'll move on to the Penguins. Yes, um, and the Penguins are second, as introduced by you, uh, really playing well. Um, they're also a team that is definitely trying to get a Stanley Cup. I don't think as desperate as the Washington Capitals are, but definitely a team that is in the last few years of Crosby playing with them. Uh, what's your um, opinion? Yeah, so I don't know last year's playing with them, but definitely at his prime and definitely where he can win them championships. Uh, Malkin's not having the season like he has had these past decade, uh, but he uh, is still playing well enough for them to win and rust and the rest of the crew were playing well. Chris Tang's had a much better season than everybody anticipated. And like you said, they traded Matt Murray, and they've really won the trade. Um, not only do they have to hold on to the cap room of Matt Murray, but also they they uh, trusted in uh, their goaltending with Jarring to Smith, and it's really worked out. Um, I, I think they're probably the second-best team, and that's why we have them here. But, um, again, the East is so good that I could see any of the top five teams making it out, and I wouldn't even bat an eye because of how competitive these teams are in the rivalries they have against each other. Now we go to the team. I definitely know you are hoping they can uh, stay in the playoff picture. And that is the Boston Bruins who made Taylor Hall and they have definitely have some great weapons. What are your thoughts on the Bruins right now? 
Yeah, so Marshawn just got off from having the most goals in the month for a Bruin in, I think, since 1982-83 or something crazy like that. Um, he had 14 goals in 17 games, I believe, and uh, he's really impressive. Uh, Bergeron's also played well this year, and uh, I really have liked the addition of Hall. Um, he's really, uh, I think, felt more comfortable here than he has in the Coyote system or the Buffalo system, and that's just because he's not the best scorer on the team, and uh, it's pass, it's Pasta, and so them having that uh, allows for him to be more comfortable in his own skin. Uh, Charlie McAvoy is also is I think a Norris contender, a top five Norris contender this year, and I've really liked. Uh, Swayman, uh, he's played well as a goaltender for us, uh, and I've Tuka Rask. I mean, I, I mean, I, I just really feel like the Bruins are another team, like we mentioned, that are uh, playing exceptional. And I, I hope Swayman is one of the two goaltenders at the end. Uh, his one sixty-two goal against average is amazing, and I've really been impressed. And it's cool to see a goalie with number one on his jersey. Not normally what you see when uh, when a goaltender is in that. Uh, very true thing. Uh, very true. I'm having trouble finding about Mark, uh, Marchand, as you mentioned, uh, for his record, but I will give you the benefit on the doubt, benefit of the doubt on that one. But so what are your thoughts on the New York Islanders? Yeah. So while I'll talk, I'll be also looking this up to, uh, to find out the, uh, what it is. I saw it on NHL or PR NHL, but uh, the Islanders are a great team defensively. That's coached by a person who won the I won a uh, Stanley Cup with uh, uh, the Capitals in 2018, Barry Trotz, and I definitely think uh, they would probably be higher than the Bruins and probably the Penguins if Anders Lee uh, didn't get injured. But I mean, injuries are a part of the power rankings, and um, I think they're going to be a team that's hard to beat. They're a team that doesn't allow goals, and uh, their goaltending with Varlamov and et cetera has played amazing this year. And I definitely expect for them to be uh, a hard out because any person who uh, plays against them will really have to make sure that they uh, take advantage of all the opportunities they get on offense because they're not going to get many. That's very true. And uh, now we go to the Rangers, as you mentioned. They should, they're not going to make it just because of how the season is going. But in, in a normal year, normal season, they would have made it. They've um, done well, and it looks like they're starting to move out of that rebuilding stage, and hopefully they can contend in future seasons when everything is normal. Uh, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, so the Rangers have played so much better, and they'd probably be above the Islanders right now or the Boston, depending on uh, – it just how they started the season. Um, I just sent you on Instagram the uh, the post I was speaking of, and it's the most goals in a month by a Bruins player since 1982, so I was right. Uh, but 82-83 season, just like I said. But uh, uh, the, uh, the Rangers really started off the season poorly, and that's the only reason why they're here. I'm really impressed by how they've really come together as a team, and that really all started against the uh, fl- Flyers, where they absolutely destroyed them like 9-0. Yeah, so I gave you the benefit on the doubt, and you were correct. So we can go to the next team, and we got the Philadelphia Flyers, um, a team that is definitely hoping to get some um, – they did get some picks in the trade deadline, and they're hoping to add some good players in the future. What are your thoughts on them? Yeah, and I think it's too early to worry about Carter Hart, who had a very down season and is now out for the year with a MCL sprain. But uh, 
they really self-combusted at the end of this season. I really anticipated for them to be a one or two seed this year, and they've really fallen off. Uh, it seems like Voracek and the rest, uh, Claude Giroux, are going to have to wait another season to win, to have the possibility of winning a championship. Is I, I cannot see them making it over the Rangers, Boston, or the Islanders, who are the three, four, and five, um, because of how well they're playing and how bad the uh, the Flyers are, consistently speaking, uh, especially against the teams at the top of the division. Yep, very true. Well said. And now we got the New Jersey Devils, who definitely not playing well as uh, they are definitely looking to rebuild. And Tom Fitzgerald said he viewed the team's present and future core to be Mackenzie Blackwood, Nico, Nico Hischier, Jack Hughes, and Ty Smith. So definitely looking for the future. What are your thoughts on them? Yeah, so the Devils are really improving uh, slowly but surely. And I definitely think they're going to be a team in the future that's uh, going to be impressive. Nico Hersher is a very underrated player, and Jack Hughes has definitely improved over last season. McKenzie Blackwood's been amazing, and Wedgwood even had a very good shutout against Boston earlier. So they have Blackwood and Wedgwood, and uh, that's a good goalie tandem. Yep, uh, very true. Now we have Buffalo Sabres, and uh, we've talked about their woes with their 18-game losing streak. But definitely looking towards the future. Had to give up Taylor Hall, and that's a tough thing for him um, to lose Taylor Hall after he had barely built with them for a season. Uh, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, so it technically wasn't a losing streak. It was a winless streak. They'd still lost games in overtime in a shootout. So they still got points. So you don't say it's weird. They don't say losing streak. They say winless streak because they still get points. So you're not technically losing hundred percent, but you're still not winning. Uh, but yeah, they, they've had a very uninspiring season and Jack Eichel is maybe on the trade block after this year, which is a really sad thing to see depending uh, because of how good he is as a player. Yeah, a very sad thing. And I believe that concludes our episode. Let us know your thoughts on our division power rankings. Make sure to leave us a review on Spotify if you know how to do it um, or Apple Podcasts or just a regular comment and hit the like and subscribe button. Next episode will be a first-round analysis and review of the mock draft, and we will explain the point systems. Thanks for listening to Outsiders Opinions.